Okay, well, here we are with John and Molly Oldfield. Uh, this wonderful couple have been with us at Hope Church for a little while now. How long have you been at Hope Church? We've been here for 18 months. 18 months, and it's been a quite strange 18 months. Yeah, mm-hmm. very strange. Um, they've been a wonderful addition to our church family. Many people love and know them well already. Uh, why did you move up to Ipswich? Uh, the children thought as we were getting a little, little older, we ought to live near one of them. Yeah. And Nick won the toss, and so we live just round the corner down the road okay. where they live, from where they live. Okay, so many of you know Nick and Corey Oldfield. Nick is your son, yes. and uh, what, tell us about your children. You've got just Nick, you said children then. Yep. Yeah, we have a son and a daughter, Nick uh-huh. and Corey, married to Corey, and they have three children, two girls and a boy. And we have a daughter who lives in Chatham, married to... Adam and they have one girl and two boys. Wonderful. So your grandparents to six children, six grandchildren, mm. enjoying that? Very yes, much. very much. Very yes. Much. Mm. Good. What do you like to get up to with them? Is anything particular? Well, we had two of our grandsons, one from Nick and one from Susie, stay with us this last week, ah, and so we had different outings. They went swimming and uh, walks. Lots of television mm. watching and yes. all sorts of things. Yes, Games. we just love being with them. And things yes. that you're allowed to do at yeah. the moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. a little bit limited. Yes, we're yes. a little limited. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah. Wonderful. Okay, so um, we'd love to get to know you a little bit more. We're going to just do something a bit fun now to get to know these guys. Going to ask you a few questions. If you could answer uh, on this piece of paper that I've got for you here, uh, as, as I ask one of you one question, the other one's going to answer on the piece of paper to see if they agree on the answer. <coughs> so, first question, um, Corey. Can, uh, sorry, Corey. Molly can write down, uh, is what is the worst Christmas present that John has ever got you? And we'll ask John to answer in a minute and see if they got the same answer here. The worst Christmas present that John has ever got you. Okay, John, what do you think she's written? Well, I thought as a family we needed a sandwich toaster. So one Christmas, I <laughs> brought Molly a sandwich, sandwich toaster, toaster. There you are. which, sad to say, was not well accepted. Not well received. <laughs> Fair enough. Was it one of those gifts that the husband buys that really is for himself? It, I'm, af- I'm ashamed <laughs> to say it was, yes. It was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things. I might get Esme some football boots or something. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's one for one. Well done. So uh, would you like to swap the card around? And um, John, could you write down... Uh, what you think Molly will say was your first date? What was your first date? What do you think it was, Molly? What's he writing? It was, um, we went to a missionary meeting in London with a packed lunch. Okay. Is that what you wrote? Very that? romantic. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that as well, yeah. Okay. Uh, sad to say it was the only date we had. Before we got engaged. Okay. Years later. Wow. And no, a year, one year later. Was it one year later? All oh, right, one yeah. year later. Yeah. Maybe two years. Yeah. <laughs> two, no, two years. Two well, years two later, years. yes. So one date, and then two years later, they get engaged. Yeah. Oh, dear. How not to do it? What were you saying was the sp- special about yesterday for you guys? Oh, yesterday, yes. Molly? Uh, yeah, it was 50 years ago yesterday that we got engaged, August the 18th, Fantastic. 1970. Wow. I I, I, John sent me a telegram from the Yemen. Wow. Will you engaged marry me? Telegram. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Mm. I said, will you marry me? Please reply. And she <laughs> sent back her a telegram. Yes, writing. Love, Molly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Romance isn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's something I'd do in primary school. Do you like me? Tick the box. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So you've been in, you were engaged 50 years ago. 
yesterday. Mm. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Mm. So um, another question here for you. What is um, the favourite house that you have lived in? What do you think Molly would say, John? The favourite house that you've lived in? These guys have lived in a few different countries, many different towns, and so they've lived in many houses. So what okay. did you write, John? Well, I wrote... Oh, actually, let's hear from Molly yeah, yeah. first. Molly, what, did you, what would you say it was? Well, I would say our little house in Maharuk in okay. Yemen. Okay. It was m like a shed, but yep. it was... there it is. <laughs> John got it right. Very good, John. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, what was so sorry, tell us about it. Why, why that house? Um, well, it was, it was built by missionaries, and it was just a, like a shed, really, but okay. it was the place where we were happiest in the yeah. Yemen. So not the luxury of the house oh, itself. Oh, certainly not luxury. We didn't have a bathroom. Okay. At wow. the end, uh, right at the end, before we left, someone built a little thing on the side of the house and and cracked into the rock and put a toilet in for us. Oh, wow. And he wow. made a, a shower out of a bucket with a rose on the tap wow. so that we could stand underneath and have a shower. But uh, wow. it, there was no luxury at all, but it was just special. Well, it doesn't that just go to show that it's not the uh, possessions that we have that bring us the joy? No, uh, no. That was your favourite place to live. Yeah. And, uh, we, we had chickens, have we grew vegetables. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Really, so it was really what God was doing in your life. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so one last one here. Uh, what would you say is John's favourite worship song? What would you guess? Is John? No, John, so you, Molly's going to write it. Oh. I've got to write it. Yeah, then. that's it, yeah. See if you can remember. What did you? What would you say it is, John? Well, I can't sing it to you, but it's <laughs> it's all about you, Jesus. Okay. And Molly, did you write down? All about. It's me. all about you, Jesus. So that's the one that you would have heard John uh, sing out. Yeah, definitely. In prayer meetings and at home and things. Mm. Okay, so they know each other pretty well. Um, okay, wonderful. So we're going to uh, hear a little bit more from you guys now, and um, that was just a bit of fun to get to know them. So we're going to hear more about your background and some of your experience and some of your life on mission, and then we'll uh, ask you, if has God been speaking to you about things over, over lockdown? So um, it'd be great to hear um, some of your stories of how you became uh, believers and um, your early life as Christians. Um, well, I was very privileged to be brought up in a Christian family and um, lovely Christian parents, grandparents going back a few generations. And so I learned right from the cradle about Jesus and I loved him right from early years. And I asked Jesus into my life every day for years and years. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so I can't tell you exactly when I became a Christian, but um, when I was about 17, I heard God's call to me. Um, it was the words, You'd, you didn't choose me, but I've chosen you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will remain. And that was when I first really knew that God was calling me. Uh -huh. wow. And my father died when I was five. And um, so I, I grew up, there were five children in the family. I grew up knowing God as my father, and he cared for us and looked after us. Wonderful. Mm. Wow, what a, what a story. Mm. John, what about yeah. you? Same I come story? from a completely different okay. background. Mm. I have no Christian background at all. I was 17 when I was saved. I'd met a group of young people at a youth club, and for a whole month, I just 
followed them around because I just wanted to be like them. I wanted to know, I wanted what they had. And I kept saying to myself, I'll do anything to have what they've got. Uh -huh. And a month later, I went to a youth meeting. I heard about Jesus. And obviously I gave my life to the Lord. And that began the adventure of, of uh, following him. Three months later, I heard a missionary speak about work in India. And again, I felt God say to me, John, I want you to do that. So within three months of being saved, I knew God had called me to serve him abroad and to serve him with my life. And so that began an even greater adventure of preparation and going abroad. Yeah. Wow. So you had both heard from quite a young age of something of God's voice over you. To You're both 17, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Call yeah. you into specific yeah. things, which was mm. mission largely. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. So tell us a little bit more. We've heard a bit about your, uh, your first date and your engagement. Tell us a little bit more about how you come to know each other. Um, well, I I went to Bible college. I knew that God was calling me, and uh, when I left school, I did hotel management in Brighton and and that sort of thing, and worked for a few years. And then I knew that God was calling me to mission um, clearly, and so I was advised to go to Bible college. I went for two years, then I applied to a mission. I, I believe that God was calling me to work amongst Muslims, and. Um, and I knew that I had to go to Bible College, so um, I did that. And then I applied to a missionary society, and they said that I had to be a teacher or a nurse. Mm -hmm. So at the age of 25, I had to go back to college again okay. and do three years of teacher training. But what I didn't know was, and I was longing to be married and be, have a family, and I thought, I'll never get married. I'm so old, and I'm <laughs> never going to get married. But actually, the first day that I was, I, I started the same turn as John started at Bible College, a few miles down the road. And so, right from the very beginning, we got to know each other. Uh -huh. mm. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember yeah. your first impressions, John? Oh, I thought she was lovely. Um, it's funny, really, because <laughs> I, I, at that point, I was just, I was so sure I was going to be a missionary and yeah. uh, no one was going to deviate me from serving God and yeah. saving the world and all that sort of stuff yeah. that um, I, I wasn't sure about getting married at that point yeah. that's but um, I, yeah. I, I, I did be honestly I fell for Molly straight away yeah Wonderful. when I saw her yeah 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 God had, uh, after I'd been saved and had this call it took me a couple of years before I could uh, do anything about it because my pastor and youth leader obviously wisely kept saying, well, you know, you've got to grow in your faith and get to know. Yeah. I really knew nothing. I, I, right. you know, I was yeah. so, uh, s didn't fresh. have any, uh, <laughs> so fresh, yeah. yeah. Um, but then after a couple of years, they said, well, you better do some training to be a missionary. Uh -huh. And so again, it was either teaching or nursing. And so I chose nursing. Okay. I used to like medical programs on the television. So I thought, oh, that looked interesting, yeah. exciting. Yeah. So that was it. And I absolutely loved my training. I was in the East End of London, a uh, really lovely place to be, and I enjoyed every minute. And then when I went off to Bible College for three years, uh, that's when I met Molly, got to know her. Uh -huh. But um, I'm afraid, yeah. you know, we got to know each other really well during, uh, yeah. during evangelistic work and uh, through different things that her CU and our college got involved in. Yeah. But um, I was set on going to be a missionary first. Yes, and, yeah. um, wow. Well, I've heard that story before. M my parents have a similar story. It's, it's wonderful to hear people saying, you know, God was first mm. and mission was first. And I knew that and I was mm. clear about that. So, 
you know, my dad had the same thing. He said, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get married because I know that I'm called to uh, to do mm. the things of God. And my, mm. I know my, my mum had similar stories of uh, expecting to be a missionary. So for small things, but for instance, she slept without a pillow for a year because she <laughs> thought I might go to a country where I will be very yeah. uncomfortable. So mm. I want to get used to that sort of thing. And it's just wonderful hearing these stories of people saying, this is what this is what it looks like to say I'm mm. all in. I'm but all in. They met at Bible College. They did. Similar yeah. to so God that's right. knew their hearts that's and right. knew yeah. what they needed. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Brought them together. Yeah. 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 So tell us a little bit about your experience of mission then. Yeah. Well, you've got a lot of experience yeah. of mission. <laughs> well, we we've worked in the Middle East, in the Yemen, and we worked in Ethiopia, Africa, and in India. Um, in, in we were with a traditional mission in the beginning in Africa and the Middle East. And uh, I went out single, and uh-huh. that's when I sent Molly the cable saying, okay. please, will you marry me? I realized I, I needed to be married, and I did love Molly. And yeah, uh, it was yeah. a long story, but quite exciting. And so she came out as my fiance. We got married six months later, and uh, we eventually had to leave. Uh, we went to Ethiopia for a couple of years in the middle of that, but. Uh, the communist revolution we came and we had to leave that country. Then we had to leave the Middle East in the end and come home. And um, I worked in England with the mission for a bit. Uh, and then we went into pastoring churches. Yeah. Um, we felt very clear call from God. Our children were getting older that we should leave the mission and move on. And we eventually, through lots of events, got involved with New Frontiers. Uh-huh. We've been with New Frontiers since 86, I think, wasn't it? Working with New Frontiers. So it was Coastlands in those days. Yeah. And wow. uh, we, days. we got involved in a couple of church plants and then also a church plant in India as well. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And finally went back to the Yemen again in the 2002 uh-huh. and retired in 2007. Retired as much as you two well, can. retired, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still going strong. Mm. If you don't know, if you're watching, New Frontiers is the family of churches that we are part of. Uh, there, there are uh, maybe a couple <coughs> of thousand churches across the world that are part of this uh, family of churches. We love being part of that church. And uh, in the 60s and 70s, it was birthed out of uh, a, a real desire to restore the church back to New Testament vision and values. And so we're really uh, still on that mission, really, to see church be what it was called to be. So you've obviously been on mission in a few different countries, um, very involved in some difficult places, and uh, you've got a heart for mission. God called you to mission. What was it then that has uh, given you a heart for the local church, as opposed to just focusing on solely on mission and going off into different missionary camps and so on? Yeah, well, I think gradually as we obviously got older, we got more involved in the, 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 the charismatic movement particularly. We right. were both baptised in the Spirit, filled the Spirit, and we began to realize that there was some different things missing in our lives. And I think particularly as we got involved with New Frontiers, we, um, we, we began to see the importance of church-based mission, uh-huh. where people were sent from churches and went back to churches, and they were cared for by churches. Uh-huh. And also, um, we were there to build a church. Yes. So it was all church-based. Yes. Um, yeah. And I... I, I th- I think Acts be particularly became so special to us over uh-huh. those years. It always has been, but Acts 2, uh, 42 to 47, some of our favorite verses, they've become increasingly very special to us. Uh-huh. And uh, we could just see how, how the church lived and, and worked 
And so yeah. when we went to India, we went with New Frontiers supporting us. Okay. And so that was really brilliant because we, our church in Dartford supported us. We were, in a sense, given to the church in India for that period. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we helped plant the church there in Nasik. And then we came back and our church received us back. It, it seemed to be much more... Uh, scriptural we felt yes, yes. and that's what has given us a real love for the right help the way new frontiers yeah. and, and what you've gone on to do yeah. so god RM god really called doing. you to mission mm. and you haven't laid down that calling not at rather all rather it had been refined to say yeah. how was mission achieved in the yeah. new testament mm. well paul seemed to plant churches wherever yes. he went and yeah. saw and that's what the, the yeah. apostles did sort of naturally yeah mm. and so you, you saw that yeah. as something okay well this is mm. how we're going to walk that out yeah. okay wonderful um, that is what we've got a heart for, really, is to keep yes. planting as a church mm. ourselves. We want to be a ch church that, that grows, but also that sends and that mm. we plant other churches. Yeah. We're, we're so pleased to be part of RM. It's a movement that sees churches being planted. And, um, you know, even in the last few years, we've seen Colchester planted uh, a church mm. and, and we're hoping to see many more in the coming years. So you'll have to help yeah. us out there. Mm. Well, that's, that's what's excited us about being in RM now, this the whole thing of relational because yes. we are yes. very relational people. Yes. We, we, we just think that's so important. Absolutely. And, and also it's mission, yes. relation on a mission. Yes. And um, I think that's what's excited us over these this 18 months since we've been here. Wonderful. And we've felt more and more comfortable with things. Yes, again, very much in line with New Testament values. Yes. That that's yeah. how they, they did it. They, they got to know people, loved them, planted with them. Uh, and as we you were just alluding to Acts, you see Paul mm. is so loved by the churches that he goes to visit. Yeah. Uh, and out, out from that, the gospel advances, the mm. kingdom advances. Mm. Absolutely wonderful. So do you feel that God has been stirring things new, particularly over the last few months? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for us, lockdown, in some ways, it wasn't very strange. Because uh -huh. from our mission background, we've often been in situations where we've been locked down. We haven't right. had family around us and friends. Right. We've been in situations where there were no churches. Sometimes for us, church was us two and a CD we were playing wow. to worship and wow. that sort of thing. Mm. Other times we were able to meet with a bigger group depending who was around. So yeah. in some ways it hasn't been strange, but obviously being back in UK now, it is very strange. Sure. And so we've had to learn. I think there's a few things we've really tried to work on in a, in, uh, in a special way. One was the whole thing of self-feeding. Yes, yes. Molly, what do you think about self-feeding? Yeah, um, it's easy to come to church and and just listen to a sermon every week and um, and just be fed by other people. Yes. It's quite easy. And yes. um, But when there's no one yes. there, you have to keep your relationship with Jesus strong every day yes. or else what's life all about, right. you know. Yeah. So um, that's what we learned when we were young as missionaries right. because there was no one else. Yeah. And so... For us, lockdown was going back to the days that we actually loved. Yes, because drawing on some old experience. Yes, yeah. yeah. And um, it's wonderful because it does strengthen your relationship with God. It's wonderful when to hear. Your, your, your life seems to be very clearly that from a very early age, you, 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 you knew we're all in. We're not holding back. Oh, no, we're, no. we're not adding Jesus into our list of things oh, that no. we enjoy. We are giving our lives. No. And, um, and, and so you can't go through the motions. No. You, 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 I want to know Christ. No, I want to be I with him. I want to experience exactly. him. And so if church is church I don't want to be a hypocrite. Mm. You know, right. I don't want to be a hypocrite yeah. just coming to church and 
saying, yeah, that was good, but then doing nothing about it. For me, when God speaks, we've got to obey. And, you know, for both of us, we're very hot on that. Could you just sum up, maybe in a few words, what has that been like for you through your life? Trust and obey. Would you say it has gone well, or have you got regrets? I've got no regrets at all that um, at what God's asked us to do. Uh-huh. Maybe Wonderful. regrets that sometimes it took us Wonderful. a while yeah. to get to that point, but yes. um, I wouldn't want to change my life because uh-huh. God has done so much and yes. hasn't always been easy. We've had some really, really difficult times, uh-huh. very difficult times, but God has always been there, and, yeah. and the times that we've learned more about him yeah. and our relationship with him has grown stronger has been in the most difficult times and so we can thank god for some very difficult times that we've had Uh, yeah when when i sort of found god as you might say when i became a christian february the 20th 1960 i felt god meet with me and i was on a new adventure i I often said he revolutionized my life Uh and then later on three months later when i heard god say i want you to do this to the missionary call I felt that from then on, God had put like an umbrella over my life that was going to measure everything else I would then do. Wow. So that wow. call, yes. that meeting with God, that yes. wanting to follow God, wanted to be one of his disciples yes. and go into the world to preach the gospel, then made me decide like what job I would do, uh-huh. how I would handle my money, uh-huh. um, who I would marry, uh-huh. um, where I would live. And so I can honestly say that over these years, and it's now been 60 years I've been following God, yeah. you know, that over these years, um, it's always gone back to that original call from God, what he said, wow. what yeah. he wanted us. And it's been for both of us, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, yes. that we were saying, mm-hmm. you know, how does this fit in with what God's called us to do, mm. what God's called us to be? And so Wonderful. the other thing we've often joked about, we, people said to us sometimes, you know, how long are you going to stay here for? And we say we're here for the rest of our lives until God moves us on. Uh-huh. And so we've always felt that God's put us in each place for a very real purpose. You know, the Bible says he, he chooses the times and places for us to yes, live. Yes. And so we believe that. Yeah. So God put us there so we could settle, put yeah. our roots down, yes. be there, learn the language if there was a language to learn or do yeah. whatever we could to learn the custom and cultures. But then be ready at a moment's notice when he said, stop, wow. move on. Wow. And we felt that's been a, that that way. We we make roots where we are, yeah. but we don't hold it close because, in a sense, we're just on a journey here. We yes. are aliens, aren't yes. we, in this yes. world? Mm-hmm. And so we know that we've got another goal. We're going to heaven Wonderful. one day, mm-hmm. and that's been part of our sort of philosophy of life, really. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah. So really, it's it's lovely to hear because it seems so simple that your life has been one of trust and obey, mm-hmm. that your yes. life was one that is very much New Testament, Pauline values of, you know, my, my life is not mine anymore. It's, I've died and my life mm-hmm. is hid with Christ on high. Mm-hmm. You're thinking with a, a future perspective of eternity. And here on earth, this is whatever God wants to do with us. Mm-hmm. Is wonderful. it very exciting? Yes. Yeah. And, and fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a real adventure. Yeah. And even, as Molly said, some of the difficult times... We don't regret it at all because in it we've learned so much more about God. Even with this lockdown, I think we've got much closer to God and and to each other. And um, I don't know, it's made us think about what is really important in life. And you know, and you hear people saying, Oh, I can't do this and I can't do that. Well, 
do we really need to? We've got so much that God has blessed us with. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. And mm. it, that's your foundation to mm. say what he's given us. Let's start yes, being grateful yes, yes. rather than saying, what, what can have we, we not do? got? Yeah. What have we got in Christ? Yes. And, yeah. and, and uh, I've heard other people before saying, you know, things have been difficult at times, but Paul was shipwrecked a, you yeah. know, a number yes. of times and, yeah. and, and stoned and whipped mm, and all yes. sorts of things. Uh, we haven't had that. And he still was able to, to carry on in the yes. power of the Spirit. So yes. wonderful. But tell us a little bit more about um, just what God's been speaking to you about over lockdown in terms of this Acts 2, 42, 47, this kind of stuff that you really have a vision for seeing church life. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We've, we've really, through the internet things and through our own Bible studies and, and talking about it a lot, we've had a lot of time to talk about these things, yes. haven't we? Mm. Um, we really have filled refreshed and restored yeah. in Acts 2, 42 to 47. Uh -huh. It's become a bit of a passion with us. Yeah. And I suppose we have to be a bit careful we don't go over the top, but, you know, it is so exciting. And, you know, they're talking... People are talking about the new normal when we go back yeah. to it. Yeah. And uh, it is a challenge, isn't it, how what Absolutely. life's going to be like. Yeah. But um, I, I've, I did write a couple of little notes on it, so I'll try not to right. read the notes, though. But anyway... Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> um, I think the truth is, you know, we, we love church, we love Hope Church, we love all our friends, we love all the things we, we, we've been doing, but we don't want to go back to what we used to do. Right. Because I think God has excited us about um, and reminded us about what it was like, not going back to what we used to do, but going right back to the axe days of church life, uh -huh. what church yeah. was really like in yeah. those early days, yeah. and some of the excitement and some of the thrill of it. Yes. And yeah. we're thinking to ourselves, oh Lord, can we go back to that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's much more exciting. Yeah. And you know, as you read those verses, forty-two to forty-seven, there's you know, it's all about devotion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. devoted to each other, yes. devoted yeah. to the apostles' teaching, yeah. to prayer, yeah. breaking of bread, and and yeah. what was the other thing? Was well, it's a depth thing. of quality yes. relationship, yeah. which is yes. so exciting? And yeah. we've got it here, you know. And you know, we get an odd glimpse every now and then. Yes. And every yeah. now and then something happens in a service or something. You think, oh, 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 is it going to happen? Right. But then we, yeah. we go back to yeah. normal. Yeah. And that's what yeah. we're afraid of, that we're going to go back to normal again. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we've got those things of devotion. You know, the depth of devotion of teaching and fellowship mm. and meeting together. Uh, people mm. were filled uh, with awe at what was happening. I, I yes. think to myself, yeah. when did people last fill in awe at what they heard about happening yes. here in Hope Church or in yeah. any church, in our home, amongst amongst us as Christians. Right. Yeah. Are they excited? It talks in Acts about people almost scared to join them, but yeah. nevertheless they did yes. because yeah. there was daily. God was on the move. Yeah. People yeah. being added daily to the yes. church. added yeah. daily. When did yeah. we last see people being added daily to our right. church? Oh, even you know? weekly, you know, yeah, that would weekly, be good, wouldn't even it? Even monthly start? we get excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, mm. and so that's the yeah. sort of thing. And then you said... There was there were signs and wonders, you know. God was doing things, yes. and yeah, I get excited if someone says, "You know, oh, that shoulder was aching, and God's healed it." Brilliant. Yes, but wonderful. We want signs and wonders. Yes. Want many yeah. of them. Yeah. And and so I think over this lockdown period, we we read it in new ways, and mm. we thought, mm. "You did it then, Lord. You mm. said you, we yeah. could do it today." Yes. But we're not seeing it. Yeah. And I, I think we've. We're coming out of lockdown, or whatever's happening, if we are coming out of lockdown yeah. yet, uh, with a new sense of 
this is what we want the church to be right. like. Now, Wonderful. we want it to be like Acts 2. Yes. Not like it was, yes. but like what it was before, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. The original and church. What it's, yeah. what's, what it's meant to be. Yes, yes. what it's yes. meant to and be. what's That's on right. offer for us. Yes. Yes. This is yes. God's word. It's not yes. our fantasy. No, 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 no. Dreaming it up. It was in, right. it's written in the Bible, you That's know. Right. Yes. And mm. uh, we want, I, I suppose all our lives we've, we've tried to live on, if God says it, Yes. We're going to believe it Absolutely. and we're going to do it. Absolutely. Even if sometimes I've had to say to God, I don't understand what you're doing. I don't understand what you mean by this, but I'm going to trust you. Wonderful. We'll do yes. it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, so that's what we're feeling for the future anyway. Very inspiring and encouraging. Um, I think that deep down that that is all of our passion yeah. uh, really is to say, God, mm -hmm. this is what your word says. This is what's available. Mm -hmm. uh, and so... Why aren't we seeing it? And and I think God doesn't say, how dare you question me? Yeah. He says, I'm glad there's somebody yeah. or there are people who are saying, God, this is who you say you are. And and, and so that's who mm -hmm. I'll be. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's what I'll prove myself to be. So mm -hmm. I think we, we need to be, um, you know, even Jesus, when he says about the, the person coming to what prayer is like, coming to the neighbor in the night and being persistent and saying, mm -hmm. you know, give me some bread. It's because of their uh, their their irritate you know they're irritating mm -hmm. ways that the person eventually gives in he encourages us to come to god like that and mm -hmm. so god doesn't say oh leave me alone he says i want you to yeah. annoy mm -hmm. me yes. i want you yeah. to keep yes. asking me yes. and i th and i wonder if there are things in mind that you think you know here are some of the ingredients to this have you have you thought about the ingredients that to see some of this new testament acts to church life awaken well i wrote here just something something I, I, I long to see is the meeting together not just an hour and a half on a Sunday mm. not just a couple of hours at a life group every other week or so mm. but there's going to be a where they talk about almost living on top of each other weren't mm. they in a right way yes and the yes. discipleship was speaking into each other's lives yes. Mm. in love and it may be hard and, and Molly and I practice this with each other sometimes all the time you know, <laughs> all the time, you yeah. know I sometimes say oh don't say that to me just show me a bit of love and Molly <laughs> says that is love and right. I'm not going to be pom-poming you, you like horror on me. me yeah we say it to each other yeah. you know yeah. mm. and, and we want people that will speak into our lives yeah. with clarity because yeah. we know they love us yeah and it's taking the word of God to be true seriously yeah. seriously yeah. Yes. yes because that's all we've got isn't it right that's all we've yes. got that's going to yes. continue yes. You know, the world out there is in chaos that's right and yeah. we watch yeah. the news and i try to keep in touch with it every day and i think yeah. oh lord what is happening in this world and horrible things are going on yes but jesus really is the only answer he's the answer and he's yes. on the throne yes. and seek first the kingdom of god yeah. and his righteousness yeah, right. and all these yeah. things will be that's added right. yeah and he has offered us uh, his spirit. Uh, yes. And we see in Acts, it's Acts 2, the beginning of the chapter where the Holy Spirit is poured yes. out. That mm. a, a number of these things are awakened where the, the courage, uh, the, the power, yeah. uh, the, the wisdom that yeah. comes. And we must keep praying, Holy Spirit, yes. pour yourself out yeah. on us that we would be yes. changed. That yes. we really would be changed yeah. again and mm. again. And uh, absolutely, there are there are markers, aren't there, in those five verses mm -hmm. or so that yeah, say, yeah. you know, they met together. They were devoted to the, yes. the teaching of the apostles, which was the gospel, which yes. was the, yeah. the gospel of grace. They were they broke bread together. They were yes. in each other's homes. They mm. had everything in common. Yeah, no, and there were no needy people amongst them. No I don't think. Can we say that? Exactly. Can no, we say at that? At the moment, yeah. we can't say yeah. that. And no. 
there are things that are uncomfortable for us yes. mm. because oh, yeah. we've yeah. got comfortable yes. with what is wrong. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's where we yeah. say, God, take us out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. But there was mm. an, there's an intention. And yeah. I think that's something that we've, we want to try and stir up with ourselves, that we've had this intention yes. of trying to live like that and working like that and yeah. acting on these words. Yes. Not sort of, oh, well, if you like, if it's comfortable, if it's this or that. No, we're going to do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Take God at his word. Yeah. Yeah. If he says he's going to provide, he will. Wonderful. And, Wonderful. you know, if he says give everything away, yeah. do it and tr and trust him and yeah. see see what happens. Absolutely. And, you know, we've, we're not... Uh, just out of <laughs> out of our cradles, we've lived for a long time, yes, yes. and we've proved God. And yeah. I personally have proved God all my life. Yeah. Since when I was five, and my dad died, and there were five children and no benefits or anything, yeah. we had to kneel down every morning up around the breakfast table and ask God to provide, wow. and He always did. Wow. Not just what we needed, but what we wanted, and wow. we were always so blessed as a family. Amazing. So. This is uh, the yeah. God that we serve. Yeah. He is and all my brothers and sisters are Christians, married Christians, and serving God. And, you know, we've all proved him yeah. all through our lives. Yeah. And wow. so, you wow. know, it's gone on for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So there are many people watching, and uh, some of them, I'm sure, would have been stirred by this and, uh, and think, yes, this, is, this sounds exciting. Uh, this sounds biblical. This is, sounds like God's saying this is available to us. Um, what would you encourage them in terms of their next steps? Well, I, I've just quickly scribbled five things. I would say, first of all, take God at his word. Amen. If he says it, believe it, act on it, and ask him, how's that going to work out in my life today? So try and personalize it. Amen. Secondly, step out of your comfort zones. Mm. You know, we've all got our comfort zones. Let's step out. Let's be willing to cross the divides and, yeah. and, and, and contact different groups. Yes. And in that, remember that God has put you where you are today. God chose that yeah. and there's a purpose in it. So don't forget your neighbors, even those awkward ones, ones you don't know, ones you would never ever speak to. Mm. You know, let's, let's, let's be intentional about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've yeah. got, uh, fourthly, I think it is, uh, uh, discipleship. Yeah. Let's be willing to open up our lives to each other, mm. that we can disciple others and others can disciple us. Amen. You know, that means being vulnerable. It yeah. means being honest. Yeah. And that's what we really need, don't we? People, good friends that love us so much, yes. they will say the tough things to us. Yes. And I think we yes. need to be intentional about that. Yes. And we need to go and seek out and ask people. Yes. And the last thing I've got here is family relationships. You know, we've all been in family relationships over this this lockdown period. We've heard that some families and society have had it really tough and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Let's work on them. You Amen. know, God has given us our partners, yeah. uncles, aunts, grannies, grandmothers, kids, friend, uh, family members, and uh, let's work together with each other, almost like be discipling each other, yeah. making sure that our home life yes. is right yes. uh, to the word of God. Amen. So that's the things I would say, to, as a start anyway. Amen. Well, it's been so wonderful to have these guys with us. And uh, again and again, it just sounds like you are, uh, you have a childlike faith that says, I want to trust and obey the Lord. Mm. And it's as simple as that. Yeah. It's a simple but very difficult mm. thing mm. to lay down your life and say, well, I guess we're following the one who laid down his life. So mm. we'll, we'll lay ours down and trust him with it. Mm. Thank you so much. It's so inspiring, encouraging. Uh, I wonder if you might just pray for us, uh, Molly, just mm. to finish off. Mm. Yeah. 
Father, thank you for um, your love for us. Thank you, Father, that you loved us so much that you gave your only son mm. to come to this earth. And thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have lived on this earth. You know what it's like. Mm. You've experienced everything that we experience. And you, you know the things that we go through. And thank you, Lord, that you didn't just live here, but you came with that purpose of dying for us and taking our place. And mm. you paid the penalty for our sin, Lord. And thank you, Lord Jesus, that you rose again from the dead and you are living now forever and you're interceding for us and that we're not living on this earth all by ourselves, trying hard mm. to achieve, but you are interceding for us, Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is with us. You've given us your Holy Spirit, Lord, and, and we know you, Father, as our Father, loving us and protecting us and caring for us and providing for us. And Father, it's just wonderful to be your children. It's amazing. And not only do we have all this wonderful life here on earth, but we have such a glorious hope that we're looking forward to. Thank you, Father, for all that you've done for us. Thank you that we are your children. We are the people of God, and we are so blessed. Thank you for everything, Lord. Amen.